Hello, hello, hello. Oh, we're gonna hit the. We're gonna hit the recycling bin. Look at them pro maneuvering skills right there. Ah, <laughs> we ain't hitting shit. everybody welcome back to another episode of driving with randy how is everybody doing today my name is road rage randy and this is the driving with randy podcast a podcast i started two and a half years ago from my 2007 toyota sienna silver edition we are currently in a 2018 subaru forester black edition my genius self thought it'd be an absolute wonderful idea to create a mobile podcast and that is why we are here today episode 186 folks how is everybody doing i hope you all had an absolute fantastic Thanksgiving I know I did I had some delicious food I I'll be honest with you I didn't start the day with a workout like I normally did I was I was just I was really out of it yesterday so I'm like we're just gonna we're just gonna chill we're gonna get the working workout in after but man after being like 4,000 calories deep and after being like 4,000 calories deep in stuffing, mashed potatoes, turkey, and cranberry sauce, I just thought, guys, this is, this is not looking good. This workout is just not going to happen. But guess what? I got home, busted out a little 19-mile bike ride. Um, indoors, of course. I don't have an outdoor bike. But, you know, I was literally just I'm, I'm going to try and keep this podcast very focused on the topic today. I'm not going to talk about my bikes or my workouts and I just, I hope you all had a very fucking awesome Thanksgiving, got to spend time with family. Um, I know I did, we got to play some games with the grandma and the aunts and uncles. I just, I had a wonderful time. I hadn't actually seen them in that kind of a setting in a while. But today we're going to talk about a very, we have a very special topic. We haven't had a podcast where I discuss a movie in a while. So, with that being said, I went ahead this last weekend, um, this last weekend on Saturday I ran a half marathon, just, I know I said I wasn't going to talk about this exercise shit, but I kind of want to flex, so I ran a half marathon last Sunday, or Saturday, and then Sunday I biked 40 miles. And during that bike, because it was indoors, I watched a movie. Now, for those of you that have tuned into the podcast, I say this on every single movie review, I fucking hate movies. Movies just, they don't interest me, they don't intrigue me, unless they're old. Because basically, new movies use CGI and special effects, and they're just not made the same. The acting just pisses me the hell off i mean the actors the actors all in my opinion have the same voice like they they try to say things all dramatic and shit that doesn't happen in real life it you don't say things that dramatic it's stupid so why would you put that in a movie it just makes it unrealistic i hate it i hate it i want realistic so back in the day if you wanted realistic you just had to make it shitty because you want a werewolf 
rope eating someone's arm, you get you dress somebody up in a werewolf costume and eat their arm, or you have a little toy figurine and you do it. You don't CGI that shit and make it so actually someone gets their arm eaten. It just irritates me, it irritates me. So I watched this movie and it, it kind of pisses me off. God, I'm just, I'm, I'm, apparently I'm in a pissed off mood. I want to talk about everything that pisses me off about movies, but it makes me mad. Every single person that I asked about this movie, it's called Persona by Ing, Ingman, Ingman Bergman, I believe, or Ing, Inger, Inger Bergman, something like that, some Swedish director. But basically, this is how the conversations go. I, I, I try to make friendly conversation with lots of people and I say, have you seen the movie Persona? And they're like, mm, no, I haven't. What is that about? And then I say, it was made in 1966. And then they say, oh, no, I wouldn't have seen that. And I said, it's in, and it's in Swedish. And they're like, and you expect other people to watch it? Hell yeah, I expect other people to watch it. So with that being said, Persona, 1966. Um, it, it, it's in Swedish, so you have to watch it with closed captioning. Well, I'm just assuming you have to watch it in closed captioning because 90, 93% of my passenger base here on the Driving with Randy podcast is from the USA. And I'd be honest, I don't know if we've ever been listened to in Sweden. So I think it's pretty safe to say that if you're listening to this podcast today, you probably have to watch it with closed captioning. Now, the closed captioning, it kept me intrigued my entire two hour bike ride on Sunday. It, it's, it, it forces you to stare deep into the screen. Now, this movie left me in such a clusterfuck of a mind. Like my mind was so scrambled. By the way, we are on our way to the grocery store right now to check out Black Friday deals. I procrastinated and waited for the podcast to um, be recorded Friday morning. Of course, why, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I procrastinate? Anywho, um, the, so it was 1966 and closed captioning kept me intrigued. It left me in a mind fuck, folks. It just... The, the plot was like, hmm, and it just kind of kept me, kept me like my, my eyebrows raised the entire time because I just, I didn't understand it. And this movie left me so intrigued that I spent the entire next, like rest of the day, I probably listened to four or five podcasts on the film. I watched a bunch of analysis videos on YouTube. I, God, I just. I was I, I I read all these write-ups on it because it just it messed with me and I'm like after reading all these I'm like oh this makes a good point so last night I decided to watch it again that's right folks I've watched two movies this week both have been the same movie Persona 1966 so this is gonna contain fucking spoilers no no you you no no. Grand Caravan, you cannot get that. You went to the wrong lane. Oh my God. So this intersection is very, very infuriating. It, 
it has two lanes, but they don't necessarily line up properly. So people always go to the wrong lane and that grand caravan just happened to do that and almost cut me off. But lucky for you guys, I'm a professional driver and um, we did not get hit or hit anybody. Um, I, more focused on the movie. Remember, remember that time at the beginning of the podcast where I said I was going to focus a lot on the movie and not on the other shit. And here I am focusing on the other shit. But yeah, 1966 Persona. It's it, it's it's two people, I and mean, this lady's staring at me. I'm I mean I'm probably just going to go in and podcast in the store. So it's about two ladies, Sister Alma is one of the ladies that is a nurse. Sister Alma is assigned to take care of, fuck it, we're just gonna podcast in the store because I don't, I don't care about anything. So we're, we're podcasting in the store. Um, so Sister Alma, there's, there's, there's basically two characters in the entire movie. And to give you an idea, I, Googled movies that are similar to The Lighthouse because The Lighthouse is a bomb-ass movie and I really enjoyed that. Um, and it has two characters in it. So this one actually probably had three or four characters in it, but two main characters. One was Sister Alma, she's a nurse. Good-looking nurse. I mean, Swedish girl, of course, good-looking. There is a mental patient named Miss Volger, Elizabeth Vol. Yeah, Elizabeth Volger and Sister Alma gets assigned to this case where she is in charge of taking care of this person. Alright, we're in the store. Um, and the reason is because she's new into her nursing career. She's 25 years old and the head doctor wants her to succeed. So she goes about it and wants her to god walking and talking is actually so difficult right now this will be a challenge for her i guess that's the good way of putting it there's the muffins that my mom requested we get her to the, be the best medical professional that she can be she is assigned this task of taking care of her now elizabeth vulgar she is an actor and what the hell did i originally come for Oh, donuts, um, don't. Oh yeah, and condensed milk. I need to find condensed milk. So Miss Volger is an actor, Elizabeth Volger, actor. And she, and she goes dead silent during the, one of her theatrical plays where um, she just goes dead silent and they don't know what's up with her. The doctors evaluate her and they say everything is absolutely wonderful, but it's not wonderful. She's just silent and they don't like it. Morning, um, I'm gonna get five donuts. Um, I'm gonna get one of those blueberry streusels, a white long john, uh, no sprinkles, and a chocolate one as well, no sprinkles. That's good, I need sprinkles. <laughs> I'll save them for you. <laughs> And I'll have a raspberry Bismarck. White sugar yeah, white. Sorry, white. Um, how many is that? Four? Um, then we'll get one of the red velvet ones, too. Um, iced, please. Okay, so, anywho. 
she is assigned this task of taking care of this patient that has gone absolutely silent. What happens is she thinks, or the doctor thinks that they need to, okay, sorry about that, I don't know. I lost, I get in the grocery store and my train of thought just gets completely lost. So we're like 20 minutes in and we haven't talked about the single plot yet. So basically they, um, they move to this doctor's beach house where they are, I don't know, hanging out, best friends, chilling. But before they leave, this is, this is something I didn't recognize until my second time around. Because basically the plot is up for its own interpretation occurred, or um, according to the director, like I said, I watched a lot. So the director said it's basically up to your own interpretation and he doesn't want to give it away on what it is. Um, he said originally that might have been the plan, it might not have been, he doesn't fucking know. And on this other thread I read, it said, this movie is very, very hard to, I don't know, understand or elaborate on to, to discuss because it's kind of something that you have to watch. But I'm going to do my best to elaborate on this as much as possible. So there are two women. They are at the beach house. And I keep fucking saying the same thing. Um, I keep getting distracted. This is not good. This is not good for content at all. And before they leave, the head doctor says to Miss Vulgar, says, I know you're okay, but I want you to play this role as long as you can because she wants the young nurse, Alma, to get the experience. So she says, I know you're fine. We know we don't want to be taking care of you, but we're gonna let you because Alma needs to learn about herself a little bit. So, the great thing about this movie is it was basically a podcast from here on out. They go, it, it, she, cause one of the, Elizabeth doesn't speak. So it's, it, Elizabeth doesn't speak, but in my opinion, she did the best fucking job. She was the, she carried that movie, okay? So, Sister Alma sits there and has a monologue for like an hour and 24 minutes. No talking, except for maybe two points. Two points, um, Elizabeth speaks. But other than that, it was... It was, it was straight monologue. So it starts off, they're having a good time, whatever, whatever. She's trying to get her to open up to her. And the turning point in the movie is when, oh, uh, so I gotta mention this first. So they're, they're having a good time at night. Sister Alma starts drinking, and this is where she goes on her, her, her giant monologue, where she just doesn't shut the fuck up. And Elizabeth Vulgar just sits there and stares at her like the entire time, making, making facial expressions, which she said in a post-recording interview that 
She absolutely loved the idea of playing a role where she didn't have to speak, but when it actually came down to it, she hated playing the role because she just wanted to smirk and show emotion and laugh, but she couldn't. She had to stick to character, and she said that was actually a lot harder than saying lines. And in my opinion, like I said, I think she carried the movie. Like She did an absolute wonderful job, and she said maybe four words the entire time. So Sister Alma goes on this monologue while she's drunk, uh, and into, I, I will say, into great detail about how she lost her virginity in an orgy on the beach. Yeah, you don't expect that from a movie in 1966, especially a Swedish movie, but I don't know. Apparently that, that was a thing. It, they just, it, that was the thing. So the next morning, um, Elizabeth writes out a letter and she wants Sister Alma to mail it for her. So Sister Alma's on the way to the post office and she noticed the letters open. And this is kind of a turning point. This right here is the turning point in the movie. Um, she, she opens the letter and she does something you're not supposed to do. She fucking reads it. She read the letter. And this letter is basically Elizabeth saying, yeah, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm enjoying studying her. It's almost like I have my own personal maid and basically announcing to, um, I think her husband that she's using her, which the original doctor knew, but th this is like sister Alma, just like a flip of a switch. She's just like, oh, I'm pissed. So they just, they have a whole different kind of relationship from there on out. Um, one being the, the opening scene after that is she, she goes outside to like drink her coffee or something and she set her glass down next to her hat. Well, she went to go put her hat on and she dropped the glass. So glass is everywhere. She goes to clean it up and she notices she missed a piece. But Elizabeth is walking around barefoot. I. I, I don't know, I guess I'm just gonna miss this one piece and not pretend like I didn't see it. So Elizabeth ended up stepping on glass. I must, I also forgot to mention during the orgy scene where they talk about the, the beach orgy, she also mentions that um, she, she, because it's one person talking and she goes, I don't know, is it possible for two people to be the same? Is it really ever possible? She's talking in relationship, but one of the major themes of this movie is whether Elizabeth and Sister Alma are the same person, just different personas of each other. Elizabeth being quiet, but probably has a lot to say on the inside, and then Sister Alma being talk, 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 when in reality she has nothing to fucking say. I think finding the right balance between those two is what the movie is kind of trying to figure out, or you can't be the same person as somebody else, that type of thing. It's, it's very hard to explain, but once you see it, you kind of get what they say. Um, so that after the glass scene, she, they, man, Sister Alma lays it into Elizabeth. I, my jaw dropped during the movie. I'm like, you can't say that to a mental patient. You just cannot say that. And 
well, Sister Alma had other beliefs. She could say that. Sister Alma could say that. And I don't know. It was kind of a shocker, some of the things she was saying. Um, but basically lays it into her. They get into a little scrap even where they, they fight. And this is, this is where Sister Alma confirms that she has heard the first words before. So the night she got drunk, she wasn't sure if she heard... Um, Elizabeth speak or not? Elizabeth says the words, you need to go to bed now before you fall asleep at the table. But Sister Alma was so drunk, she thought she imagined it. And she actually says the same line at the end. She says, um, right before, she says, I need to go to bed before I fall asleep here at the table. And she just, she wasn't sure. So the next morning, Sister Alma asks Elizabeth, did you speak to me last night? And she just shakes her head no. And she goes, I thought you told me to go to bed and she shakes her head no again she will never hear um, her speak until this point she confirms that she spoke so they get into this little scrap and si sister Alma grabs this pot with boiling hot water and she's about to throw it at her and she goes nay that's what Elizabeth says she goes nay because nay is uh, Swedish for no she goes nay and, and, and then Sister almost like, he got a little scared there for a second, didn't you? Because she was just about to throw boiling fucking water on her. Of course. She says, nay. And then she says the Swedish word for don't. I don't know what that is. I, I wasn't paying attention either time enough to get that line down. But um, so she's about to do that. And it's just it's Elizabeth's finally like, you know what? I'm just going to fuck this fuck this. So she leaves. She wants to leave. But Sister Alma's like, no, no, I'm so sorry. I apologize. I didn't, I didn't mean to say those things. It's hurtful. I'm ashamed. I just, I got in the moment and blah, 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 blah. I, I don't know. I don't know. And long story sh short, she ends up staying. They have more fights and arguments. Basically says, I know you're okay. Why the fuck won't you talk to me? Why don't you, instead of sitting here, why don't you talk to me maybe about food or like what you want to eat or perhaps you could talk to me about, oh, what else does she say? She says you could read your book for me. And it's just, I think the person is right that said this film is something hard to explain. It's something you just have to watch. And I think it's absolutely great. If, you're if you like monologues, which I assume if you made it this far into the Driving with Randy podcast, you do indeed like my monologues. So I would highly suggest you run on over. It is on YouTube 1966. I assume it's posted under public domain. So that is something that you do not have to worry about it being illegal. Closed captioning available. I just think it's overall a fantastic film and I want someone to fucking discuss it with me so after you have watched it head on over to my twitter at thoughts by randy maybe leave a review on the podcast over on itunes if you feel the need to contribute to my my 20 minute drive here my grocery store trip um my life in general venmo paypal in the description below what else what else do I normally say my reddit r slash driving with randy folks 
I appreciate you tuning into today's podcast. Sorry, the thoughts were a little scrambled. The movie is absolutely fantastic, and I highly recommend someone watch it, and I want to discuss it with somebody. So please watch it. Please. I hope to see you guys back next week. If I don't, I hope you guys have a wonderful life. Peace.